Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors Podcast. This pig came bottling. Just ended up puking last night. It sucked. <laughs> Whoa. Ah! all right everyone this is the thin blue line outdoors podcast episode 46 Woo. and everyone it's deer season finally yeah baby deer season is finally here uh as you can see ryan and i are pretty excited about it um we have spent all day hunting this october 1st as we're recording this uh we've been out for the most part all day um and it's been a good day um i'm gonna sum up mine first because mine was uh pretty lackluster until at first and except for a certain part i had a few encounters which hey i'm happy it's october 1st i get it um I am just happy to be out here, and I knew I was going to have a good time doing it, and I did. Uh, I hunted a uh, what they call the pipe stand here, and I saw, I, I don't know if it was a little forky or a six-point. Um, I think it was a six-point. Um, we were super far away, but, you know, hey, a deer's a deer. Uh, I was happy to see that. And then, uh, just fast forward later tonight. Uh, Ryan and I were hunting together, and he saw a biggin and a doe. We're pretty sure with the doe, right? Yeah, I saw the doe first, mm-hmm. and then you got that to, mm-hmm. to line that up. It looked like a, a big Yeah, because there was a plan. We had a plan. I was going to shoot a doe if I get a chance. He's going to shoot a buck, and we'll cover why we had that plan going forward. And the reason that, you know, for the most part, sums up my day other than a couple other things I may have helped Ryan with, which brings me to Ryan, the red coat. Ryan, how was your October 1st hunt? Unbelievable. Thin blue line outdoors coming to you live from the live outdoors. It was a really good start. It was unbelievable, if I'm honest with you. Um, Long story short, 45 minutes into the new season, there's a doe on the ground. A nice sized doe, probably about two years old, I'd say, and boom, probably agree with that. Um, great story, you know, great footage. I think the only letdown from it is what I've explained to, to Boom. Uh, cameras were set up nicely. I caught the first six and a half minutes of the action, uh, and then about five seconds before I pulled the trigger, she just left uh, the camera. So, didn't get that overall final shot, uh, but I got everything else from all other perspectives. So she probably came in about 80 yards. No, 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 let me start again. She was probably, from the first time I seen her, 60, 65 yards to my left. Uh, She came in pretty quick. Uh, and, and didn't really allow me to make any moves or changes. Uh, I was super slow with my movements, but every time I moved, she sort of caught a glimpse or caught a smell or something. We had to stare off for for a good 30 seconds or so. She's stomping her feet at me, uh, and in the end, she decided she had enough, and she sort of ran down the hill with, and ended up about 35, 40 yards uh, with trees and brush. Uh, and I think her biggest mistake, and... For some unknown reason, she comes right back up and tempts fate. 
<laughs> walks past the red coat, like thinking, this guy's from England, he doesn't know how to hunt us, us white tail. She comes back, uh, 20 yards exactly, uh, aim small, miss small is, is what was going through my head. Uh, just before I took the shot, I mean, the crosshair was tight just behind that front leg. Uh, it's a, she, you know, she takes off like a bullet from a gun. So I watched her for the first 70 yards, and I definitely seen her run 70 yards, and then at that point there was too much tree and brush, and I sort of lost her, but I knew which way she was going. So again, being the good ethical hunter that I am and have become, uh, give it about what was it about an hour and 45 minutes oh yeah um i knew he was gonna kill him but uh uh yeah he texted me i don't know you probably texted group around 720 725 something like that said uh you know you think you gotta do um obviously jesse and i were super pumped for you and we ryan and i already talked about with or he got a doe or i got a doe or any deer whoever got a deer the other person was gonna hunt until about nine o'clock and then come, uh, come meet up, and that's what we did. Yeah, and that was, uh, again, it's hard sitting there in the stands, you know, but uh, first and foremost, you know, I, I want to boom. It's his first time out here, and uh, he's been good to us. I wanted him to get uh, at least an opportunity to sit there for a while. That was first. Second thing, ethical hunter. Allow the deer to expire before jumping down, chasing it. Last thing you want to be doing is pushing and jumping uh, a wounded animal. Uh, so give them that space and time to expire accordingly you know so i just sat there you know keeping in mind though i still had a book tag in mm -hmm. my pocket still had a turkey tag in my pocket so i was still hunting after i stopped shaking but, <laughs> uh, and then i think that i met up with boom and, and that was when we started mm -hmm. tracking yeah so one thing to go off that ryan kind of alluded the, to it um beginning of the podcast we're obviously not in the studio as we do this. Um, we're still on the farm in a tent. Uh, as you can probably tell from the lighting if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and you can hear the background noise of the crickets and all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, we are in the field. Uh, but yeah, I met up with Ryan shortly after 9. Um, and we found blood immediately. Yep, immediately. And so... I. This was the vibe. Tell me if I was wrong here, Ryan. The vibe I was getting from you at first was like when we first found blood. Because we've been on this goose chase before. When you find blood, what type of blood is it? You know, and I remember back a few, uh, two years ago, maybe even three years ago now, we found blood immediately and you got super excited. Yeah. Um, and you this time were like, yeah, hey, there's a lot of blood, and you're like looking at me like, what, what? And then that's when I point out the bubbles to you, yeah. and then I'm like, bubbles are good. Bubbles are a good sign in the blood. Yeah, I'm gonna say it this time, like the uh, like macro bubbles, micro bubbles. Uh, yeah, we, and Anna was good about it. I really was. I stayed up in the tree stand, uh, and then when Boom said he was getting down, uh, I had two cameras. One camera was within seven, eight yards of the impact shot and I did not go and have a look, I didn't, because uh, I wanted to share that experience. Uh, as soon as Boom got there, again, I told him exactly, I took the last few steps of the deer and instantly we found blood and there was quite a lot of blood um, from what we could see. What what was it, 60 yards? No, 70, 80 yards, would you say? She, she went, I mean, she definitely went less than 100, uh, that's for sure. Um, 
Yeah, from Go How we found her. Yeah, it follows it. We had a nice clean blood trail. Um, she hopped a small stream, uh, and she and then basically she was about ten yards on the other side of the stream. Uh, so we had to do a little bit of a pick and pick and drag job. Um, and we made we, we've done a video about this, so you'll see that in the episode. But I, I got it, uh, and it was funny, you know, because. You, you talked about the, the job that I did, but I remember just before I gutted it, you asked how many deer I gutted now, you know, mm-hmm. and I said quite a few, like, mm-hmm. it's getting close to 10 probably, mm-hmm. uh, but I was happy with the comments because it's like, you know, you're supposed to get better, mm-hmm. you know, every time I think uh, Yeah, so to elaborate off that, and I think I said it in a video, um, but I'll say it on here too, so I've, I've been fortunate where I've been on a lot of track jobs with deer, you know, obviously growing up in a hunting family. I got two younger brothers, uh, and then in my adulthood, um, I've helped get a lot of friends into hunting, um, or even if they were already into hunting, maybe they weren't as experienced, so I get called, I get called to a lot of track jobs, I don't have a tracking dog or anything like that, but I would consider myself a above average tracker, I want to consult, I want to call myself an expert, but I would say above average, um, and obviously then, you know, we do find a lot of deer, and then it comes down to the gut jobs. So I've seen a lot of gut jobs. I was trained by three taxidermists to do gutting. Um, so I'm fairly skilled at it. Uh, boy, I've seen some bad gut jobs or cleaning jobs. I've seen some bad ones and I'm sitting there watching. And you know, and I expect, um, I should clarify, when I, when I have a brand new hunter and I'm showing them how to gut it, I expect it to be a messy job. I don't expect it to be good. My first one was a mess. Um, but I've had guys before who are call themselves veterans, hunters, and I'm watching them gut this deer, and I'm thinking, what in the hell are you doing? Um, and, then, and then if they're, you know, the, usually, you know, they're going either too crazy with it and we've got guts everywhere, or they're so slow about it and so worried about making a mess and this and it's a messy job you know no matter how careful or whatever you are it's a messy job it is what it is so and i don't know if i've actually seen ryan gut a deer before i'm trying to think well you could i did get you that um that speed what was what you call like the fast frame mm-hmm. picture of the oh yeah on your yeah property. yeah so yeah i've seen i guess i have seen it but i have not been there wow have not been there while I was doing it and I just remember now this was like five to seven years ago talking to Jesse the redneck um he said I asked him like how'd you guys do getting the deer and Ryan had killed I think two that day and Jesse's I think exact words or something along the lines were like well we got the job done it wasn't pretty <laughs> but we got the job done um couldn't have said it that to myself yeah so that's why I was I was impressed and just you can I mean, you can see the seven years of growth, 100%. Not only in the hunting part, but processing deer. And then, I mean, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of studying. So we had deer heart tonight, and they were delicious. Uh, we had, Ryan made us uh, burritos, deer, venison burritos, with uh, chunked up deer heart in it. And I'll be honest, it's the first time I've had deer heart that way. Very good. Um, I was watching your deer heart. I First thing, I thought you cooked it well, number one. Thank number you. two. Like I didn't see any big fatty pieces or anything like that. Oh, yep, it was good. It was good. Yeah, very enjoyable. Uh, yeah, so I appreciated that. Uh, I, I mean, I know you got probably some footage of it. Thought it went pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, several minutes, you know, once I found me, bang, 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 it was done, it was really clean, uh, the inside looked great, um, got to use the 4x4, the quad, for the first time, got some blood on the quad, so, I know my brother, it's been christened, it has been christened, no longer a virgin, popped his cherry, hey yo, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've done a nice photo shoot, I'm, I am pumped, I, Boom's got some nice. Oh, yeah, we'll pull those up here in a little bit. It'll be one of the pictures, will be the thumbnail of this podcast. Okay, yeah, he took some lovely photos. Uh, I felt like I was in high school, you know, them high school photographs <laughs> with my girlfriend sitting on the floor. Prom pictures. Like. Mm. Uh, yeah, prom pictures. So you, so you were proud of this yeah, girlfriend? Yeah, I, I was. I was proud of this one. <laughs> she, she, was, she was a looker. Uh, yeah, got some nice photos, uh, done a little video interview. Uh, got her on the quad and then, and then brought her on out. I think it was the easiest drag out uh, I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> but again, what seven, eight, nine years of hunting, you've got to put the grafting, and you know we've been grafting and we picked up our skills, and you know time to move on. So we got a quad, got it up, ran into town, got some ice, uh, brought her back, uh, put it in the cooler, and loads of the the cavity with ice, and that's it. It'll she'll be going to the butchers tomorrow. Uh, getting my, one of my favourites, one of my wife's favourites, uh, my brother's favourite, uh, venison bacon, we love it, uh, John's processing in Elgin, Illinois, really good, he does good sausage, good bacon, uh, so we'll be getting that as well, uh, and that'll be tomorrow, but we've got one more hunt, tomorrow if you want to... Yep, one more hunt. We have a northeast wind. Um, I think I have my spot planned out. I'm going to go back to where we went tonight. Here's my logic to that. Um, obviously, we didn't have any luck there tonight. Uh, the wind's decent for it. Not great, but it's decent. Um, I think it's better. I think the wind's better for that spot compared to other stands. Uh, and then, in theory, they're going to be in the cornfield eating. And then... In the morning? In the morning, they'll be feeding tonight, ho- hopefully, in theory. Um, and then... Because that's not, it's, so it's kind of weird. He's got he's got standing corn, and then he's got wheat or beans who are all weedy and grown up. So I don't know if the deer are gonna prefer the beans or the corn or both. My in theory, and then to go off the beans is where the stand is. In theory, I will go sit in the stand. and I'll catch them coming back from feed, going into bedding. In my mind, that's how it's gonna go down. Um, so we'll see. Um, that and I just. Maybe it's because I also helped hang that stand, but I really like that spot. It, it just it looks dairy. Looks like there should be deer. Um, and I figured give it a good good old college try, and uh, see if uh, see if I can get one done. And that I mean we saw a big buck there today. Well Ryan did, and I'll be I'll um, you know I didn't see it, but I trust Ryan's reaction. He says it's a big buck. I would shoot it, and then uh, and then there was a doe too. So shoot that as well. Uh, I may go back to the same stand today. So the pattern that I've sort of like developed over on this farm over the past three years, I call it the three-day pattern. Uh, and what we've noticed is that, you know, one night, one day and night, I'll get a ton of pictures. I mean, I showed the guys last week here. Uh, you know, one trail cam photo of four different books of all different stages on the one photograph. So I'll get a day where it'll be pounded, but then I'll get the next two days where it's it's sort of quiet. Now these last two days I've had barely any mm-hmm. uh, photographs. So in theory, with the three day rule, tomorrow should be a good day for it. 
uh, winds looking good, temperatures looking good. Uh, it was a clear day. It was a lovely sit today. I, I like I enjoy both sits. Mm-hmm. Uh, the afternoon, we got out early. We we knew we got out early, but again, we want to make the most of our time. And when we got out there, it was it was roast and it was almost unbearable. Like. I was this close to be like, man, I need to get out of this stand and lie <laughs> in some shade or something. Uh, but we stayed out there, and then, you know, as we predicted, as soon as the sun went over the tops of the, uh, over them trees, it cooled down straight away. And, and that word that you said, it's dairy. I, I couldn't agree more, because it was, tonight was dairy, and I was just blown away that we didn't yeah, see it. Just no dairy, <laughs> or other than the two. Yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, we're going to harvest tomorrow. I think that'll be a re- I think that's a really good choice. Made up. I got to do a double hunt with you today. Uh, shame again that there just wasn't here and that. We, we probably did too much laughing. Oh today. my god! There was some good videos about that. I'm excited to see what you're gonna do. Yeah. There was one point where we were laughing so hard the tree stand was like this. So on the GoPro, the GoPro is probably gonna be like this, like a fairground ride or something. But. Holy smokes, man! Yeah, great idea. That was Boom's suggestion, by the way, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, enjoyed every minute of it, except for not seeing a deer. Like, mm-hmm. or at least getting an opportunity to see a deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, I'll probably go back to the same stand that was today. There's two options. There's what we call my stand and what we call our Ashes stand. Um, yeah. I might go to our ashes, so you might just drop me off, and then you take the quad uh, up top. That'd be fine. And then do it that way. Um, keep each other updated that we're getting on. Say I don't either that way, or uh, if you want the quad, you can drop me off at the creek or something. Well, you might as well take it. You're further yes. away. Don't bother me. Well, well, hold on a sec. Well, we can talk off camera. But mm-hmm. We need to talk about leaving time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because remember what I said to our Ash last time, I was getting out the stands an hour early mm-hmm. to come back up and set mm-hmm. down camp. So maybe we can do something like that tomorrow, give you that extra hour, and I can come back and set down the tent and that. Yeah, we can talk off camera about it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Give you the, give you the most, most amount of time in the field. But, yeah, uh... Yeah, so I know it's kind of short and sweet. Um, well, let me ask you one thing before before we finish. Mm-hmm. It. Have you enjoyed your time? Because this is your first time. Oh yeah, I've, so I kind of knew. Uh, uh, I knew going into this. Uh, I thought first thing I had a good chance, uh, good chance of killing a deer. Obviously, um, Jesse and Ryan have been keeping me updated with pictures the whole time. Um, so I knew I had a good chance of killing a deer. Uh, but I mainly knew, like, come down here is going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of laughs. And I and I did believe and still believe that we were going to kill at least one, if not two deer, um, and just have a good time doing it. And I knew it would be good content. <laughs> I knew uh, it's always good content when uh, you and Jesse are involved. Uh, and obviously uh, that's the name of the game trying to get this brand it's content 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 um so i knew we were gonna have a good time and honestly i uh i was just ready to start hunting season and i thought what's a better way to start it off is get away for a while you know it's just a day and a half for me you know um day and a half 
get away, uh, kind of reset, and go back to work and just family life, and then hunting at home with a fresh mindset. Um, and that's and that's already been achieved in my mind. And uh, and obviously, obviously, when it comes to content, um, getting one down morning one october 1st that's great i mean there's been a couple uh seasons where we didn't get anything down until november um so it is that's, that's, that's been most of my seasons since the start of mm -hmm. so. so it feels good um it feels good to get that and and that and i already know so if you guys paid attention last year kind of what i did is i do vlogs um and i'm going to keep doing that we'll do basic vlogs uh either weekly or bi-weekly just kind of depends on how the hunts go um and this will be so this will come out either into this week or early next week is my plan um real short limited edits just get just get it out there uh but then at the end of the year i'll put a i put a polished film together um you know anywhere between 30 30 to 20 minutes uh i try to go 20 minutes um i'm even okay if it's a little less but uh I do polish. Like last year, I did Breaker of the Mold series. Um, I, I was pretty happy with my work last year with it, um, especially with my, you know, teach. I'm just DIY, you know, doing it myself when it comes to the editing. So yeah, so I pretty much already know. Um, I have one episode for whatever I name the series. I don't know what I'm gonna name the series yet or anything like that. But uh, you know, I know I got at least one episode for that, and we'll go from there. Mold is at the mold. So yeah, I think uh, you know it's gonna get to down to like 46 tonight. I think it is 45, something like that. Uh, we both are in cots in this tent, and uh, yeah, I don't really have much more to say. You got anything? That's it. All right, guys. So far, one more morning to go, and that's tomorrow. We damn straight. Thanks for. Thanks for listening to this, guys. This has been the Thin Blue Lion Outdoors Podcast, episode 46 from the field. Uh, we're going to keep turning these podcasts, try to do weekly for you. Uh, we're going to have more updates in the field. Uh, we're going to start a new segment, uh, The Hunting Grind. Watch that, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube shorts, all about hunting and coffee. Why? Because I like coffee and I need an excuse to drink it. That's why we're starting this. Uh, and hopefully here soon I'll have the merch again. I know. I'm slacking again. Get working. the I'm merch. Working on it. I'm Everyone working on wants it. the merch. I'm working on it, boys and girls. All right, guys. Have a good one. Be safe out there. Peace out, guys. Have a good season.